Welcome to the Wildly Tarot Podcast. Hi, Esther. Hi, Holly. We, I'm so excited about this episode today because we're doing all of our New Year stuff a little bit early. Yeah, we are. We're actually prepared ahead of time. <laughs> we're prepared. Exactly. We're going to talk about New Year ahead readings, like not just on the actual new year but the other part is that it's really fun to be reflective of 2018 or 2018 jesus christ i'm just already (laughs) acting like 2019 never happened i'm ready for it to be over but the good thing about 2019 i was looking at all these like lists of best books of the year and best whatever i have had the most successful reading year of my entire life this year me too yeah entire life but just probably my entire adulthood adulthood yeah when you're a kid i guess i used to like go through babysitters clubs and anamorphs at like a blazing speed <laughs> blazing speed yeah <laughs> no my young adult years i would frequently on the weekend stay up all night on saturday nights reading yeah it was a constant problem very, you very have to come up with a way to read without your parents being able to see the light underneath your door I because i would always get like basically told it, the book will still be there tomorrow. And I'm like, no, it won't. No, it won't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't believe you. <laughs> there may be a fire and then it won't be here. And then what will we do? Yeah. Well, and my parents, so my parents wouldn't let me participate in D.A.R.E. So for those of you oh. who are not like U.S. listeners, that's a like anti-drug thing. Yes. What does it stand for? It's like defense against the dark arts. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's probably not defense against, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Defense against really exciting activities. Dare. (laughs) But no, my my parents wouldn't let me participate because they were really mad that language wasn't taught in schools, but everyone had to sit through an hour a week of a cop telling them that their, like, parents drinking coffee was virtually the same as having a drug addiction. Oh, my gosh. And so I got sent to the library for those hour a week, and I would check out, like, literally 15 books at a time. And just read them like oh crazy gosh. the rest of the week. Oh, I love that. Mm. Little baby Holly so, reading. I know. And I kind of still do that because I just finished my 102nd book of the year, which is crazy. I've never broken 100 books in a year. And I've been tracking really consistently since I think like 2014. I admire your tracking abilities very much because I always forget to go to, into Goodreads. And then I'll remember like five books later and then I'm just screwed. So (laughs) how am I ever going to catch back (laughs) up? How can I do this? You have other ways of journaling that I just don't do, which we're going to talk about today (laughs) also because we're we're talking about our tarot journals. (laughs) We're going to get into it. But yes, I've read 102 books so far this year. They, I really want to do like sort of an assessment about what percentage is romance, but I swear to God, allowing myself to just read romance has increased my reading like crazy. Like I if that. I only want to read romance, then I only read romance. If I want to read something else, I'll read something else, but I'm not like forcing myself to read stuff that I'm not interested in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like you, you don't force yourself past. Like usually my rule of thumb is if the first paragraph grabs me, I'll give it a, one chapter. But if the okay. first paragraph doesn't grab me, then I'm not going to waste my time because wow, I Wow, so you're willing to give up pretty fast. Oh, oh, yeah, because, well, I just know my style. And if they're not, if the writer isn't good enough to grab me in the first paragraph, then why should I continue? Right. And also you end up like working on the same book for three weeks if yeah. you're just trying to slog through. Because my rule usually is like first 50 pages. Okay, yeah. But then sometimes you can be stuck in the first 50 pages for a couple days because you're just like... Uh, people really loved this. Mm-hmm. I should love it. With freaking Outlander, I gave it 500 <laughs> pages before giving up. 
Yeah. And then I gave up. I was like, I'm not even going to push myself to finish this book. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so usually if someone like if you'll recommend a book or other people will say, oh, yeah, this is a really good book. I will give it a lot longer. But if I'm just blind reading a book, like just going, yeah, in, like, oh, this sounds interesting and buying it or whatever, then I only really only give it like a paragraph to a chapter to grab yeah. Me yeah. and convince me to continue. This year has led me to have really strong opinions about, <laughs> about books. About books. And also, I just, it's been really fun. I feel like I'm actually, I mean, I'm never going to catch up on my TBR, mm-hmm. but I feel like, like really positive about how much I've been reading and it makes me feel good. <laughs> good. I have read the most since I've read since, what did I say, grad school? Because yeah. when you're reading like biblical text and like <laughs> arguments for and against certain things, it just burns you out. Yeah. So, so yeah, I read, I think maybe like, 20 or 25 books this year do you have a favorite um yes the just a second let me get the title of it because it's the space opera it was not really opera but i want to call it. but it's like <laughs> you're like i was envisioning them singing the whole thing i don't know if that's the whole like thing they were singing canon? and being really sexy so it's basically like firefly on with romance and it's um, oh. the first book was polaris rising and this and the second was Aurora Blazing. It's, it's like a really good series, and the, the women are badasses, and it's by Jesse Mihalik. Mihalik. Jesse Mihalik. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> I, I I don't believe myself, so I'm glad someone believes in me. <laughs> You're like, there must be some way to pronounce this yes. correctly. So I didn't realize how much I was really into space romances until I read um, Katie Roberts' book that we're giving away. Yeah, we just posted the giveaway for that. Yeah. So I didn't Queen realize how much I enjoyed space romance until that. And I was like, there's a lot of close proximity because you'll die if you go outside. I know. That's I really think that that's so the secret good. way to get a lot of forced proximity. <laughs> you have to be like yes. in a spaceship or a train or something. Something like that. So, yeah. And then um, I've just been like most of mine is either fun like romances or it's like um, random books about witchcraft. So. Yeah. I I think that I have a pretty good. I, it's obviously mostly romance, but I have a pretty good uh, representation of tarot and stuff in yeah. my list this Little year too. Here. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we need to do a better job of tracking it next year so that we can include <laughs> some of that because I was just thinking like one of the questions that we're answering today is about tracking stuff and I'm so, so bad at it. Mm-hmm. This year was one of the first where I was sort of okay at it. Like I actually did write stuff down for longer than like January. <laughs> And then usually it's like January and then a brief part in July, July where suddenly stuff is being written down again and then never again. I think my Goodreads has me listed like five books for the year. So I like so Goodreads is fun, though, because it tells you like the longest book you read, the most mm-hmm. popular book you read. Like there's a lot of things that are really fun about that. Yeah, I just always forget. I'm just like, I just want the accolades. No one's going to give me a goddamn award for reading over 100 books, but I feel like I've won an award for reading over 100 books. I'm surprised that um, Goodreads doesn't give you like a badge for that. I got a badge from Kickstarter for backing so many Kickstarter decks. (laughs) (laughs) That's way more embarrassing. (laughs) You need like a 2% discount for that. Yeah, I know. Well, and the Kickstarter thing made me feel ashamed, whereas a Goodreads award would make me feel proud. The Kickstarter award was like, ooh, yikes, Holly's impulse control is low. I love that giving medals and receiving medals, there's like shame-o-meter going on. Yeah, I mean, and doing Kickstarter is amongst the most shameful because it's basically like every spare dollar you had this year went towards Kickstarter decks. 
Yeah, but the okay. fun thing about that is that I keep getting, like, this is the time of year where most of them are arriving. arriving so now yes. I'm getting, like, two or three texts a week <laughs> that I paid for months and months and months ago, which is kind of nice. Yeah, that is nice. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. But I want an award for reading so many books. But then also my brain is also like, but that isn't a thing because any reading is good reading. You don't need to read so many books to be good at having read this year. Yes, you do. I want a personal pan pizza. Yeah, somebody give me a goddamn personal pan pizza. <laughs> I wonder if all, I mean, I think we must have had the entire country doing that if your state and my state both did oh, personal yes. it was, pan pizza. I think pizzas. it was a nationwide thing. But I think it's hilarious that our entire, like, of course, millennials are known for, like, getting an award for everything. But all we really want is a personal pan pizza <laughs> yeah, because exactly. we read so many pages over the summer. <laughs> yeah, we don't exactly. care about, like, trophy. I just want a personal pan pizza. God I want somebody to be like, wow, good job. And then to hand me a personal pan pizza. That's actually for almost any accomplishment. That's yeah. what I would like. Yeah. <laughs> you graduated from college. Here's a personal pan pizza you got married here's a personal pan pizza <laughs> you bought your first house <laughs> you got that. out of bed every single day this week when yes. your alarm went off here's yes. a personal pan pizza <laughs> it just seems like it would make the most sense it, it, it would make the most sense and it would be a very good motivation yeah i would do it <laughs> maybe i should just start setting that as my own maybe like a little budget goal. a personal pan pizza budget uh, yeah i'll tell nathan like i would like i need you to keep in mind that all i want is a personal pan pizza for my accomplishments <laughs> thank you <laughs> and once in a while maybe chimps you six <laughs> do we need to do this episode or what no we we've we've already too off the trail by now yeah exactly <laughs> if we've been spending the last two minutes talking about personal pan pizzas we may be too far gone <laughs> i'm sorry everybody. there's no recovering there but you're no. totally right the personal pan pizza was the best reward ever Okay, so I'm picking card of the day, I think. Okay. Yes, you are. Three, four, six, seven. Two, three, four, five, mm. six, seven. I'm using five cent tarot. And Ooh, the queen of matches, which is the queen of wands, is here. Ooh, wands. Yeah, and she's yeah. like a nice little. Hey, girl. It, it's a wasp. A bee. I think is it's it a wasp. wasp. Ugh, wasps are the I think worst. It's a wasp. Because it doesn't have a cute it's butt. Okay. It has like she's an angry great. butt. Yeah, that's true. Bees have way cuter butts. Because they're so they round. So I love bees so I think it's, much. I think it's a... Sure. I kind of like the Queen of Wands energy when we're sort of like talking about our own yeah. stuff so much. Especially since episode. it's like everything has to do with creative stuff that we're doing. She's like the Queen of Inspiration via the Moose. The, totally. The Moose Tarot? The Moose Tarot. The, moo- the Moose Tarot. <laughs> the Moose Tarot. It's like a cow tarot. The mo- oh my god, the moose tarot. It's just all cows. I wish Pixie Cure would listen to our podcast and create a moose tarot. <laughs> <laughs> everything and all, and, yeah, and, and just the images, everything's replaced by cows, just like Chick fil A. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It would be like the uh, it would be like the crystal unicorn tarot, but with cows instead that of unicorns. Same backdrop, same <laughs> font, same text, just cows on the desert. Yeah, it's perfect. perfect. What could Nothing. go wrong? So this question is from Floor. 
Hello, lovelies. I've been listening to your podcast for a while now and and keep on wondering how your tarot journals may look like. Do you keep several on different subjects or more like one big book of shadows? I'm asking because I kind of struggle with this decision. I'm still a newbie and tend to overdo it with super neat handwriting and too many different notebooks. <sighs> Would you maybe show us your Instagram? Thank you. <laughs> show us on yours on Instagram. Thank you. I totally will show mine on Instagram, but it is not neat no. handwriting. No. And also all yes. over the place. Yes, definitely. <laughs> One of my goals for 2020 is to actually... Not, it's okay. So it's kind of like the fine china mentality where if you have something really nice, you don't want to use it and then you never use it. So yeah. for me this year in 2020, yeah. it's like I'm just going to use my stuff as and enjoy using my stuff. I'm going to find that joy in using my stuff. Well, and especially because you live in a part of the world that has such beautiful paper and pen <laughs> products. So like you can recreate it if you yeah, fuck something up. It's true. Up. But I also like when I fuck something up, I'm like, I need a new one. And then so I have like four unused notebooks <laughs> immediately, or like, you know, shortly used notebooks and a pile somewhere. Yeah. So I guess then the question. So I guess to break this question down a little bit further, it's like for general tarot information versus sort of like journaling. Right. How do you manage that? I currently do not. Well, I've. Often on I've used <laughs> often on I've used Bujo Witchcraft's tarot <laughs> sheets and you can use them yourself yeah. and copy like layouts and stuff like that. So she, for tracking in your own bullet yeah. journal. Bullet journals are so overwhelming I to me. Bullet journal at all. I do everything beautifully <laughs> and then I do one small thing and it fucks it up and I get angry. So yeah, I just give I just up, give yeah. up really exactly. quickly. That's first. Yeah, with tarot journaling. I don't have any set process for the new year yet, even though I have like a big planner just because I haven't found something that I like yet. But I've been sort of developing something for myself and maybe I'll like share it on Patreon or Facebook or something of like tarot, like daily tracking, not tracking, like journaling sheets for like A5 printing stuff. Like for planners, so. Oh, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I kind of developed something like really fast last week, but I don't know if I like it or will use it. So that's kind of the problem is like. Oh, you showed that to maybe, us, I, I think. think. Maybe. maybe. I've showed lots of things. So yeah. one of the <laughs> methods that I always really think is cool that people use is when they like have the page where either they tape in a card or draw in a card and then have like a bunch of different like ways that it's come up for Mm -hmm. them almost. I think that that's really cool. But I just, even when I was brand, brand, brand new, I still never did it that way because I worry about perfectionism like you. And also it felt like way too big of a task. Mm -hmm. So I was like kind of unwilling to start it unless I was 100% sure that Mm -hmm. I'd finish it. Yeah. And then I just felt like I could, I just wanted to keep sort of trusting my gut rather than creating a separate little white book that I also had to check of my own definitions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is hard. So that's kind of like where I was. But I think you should share your sheets. For me, it's just more of like, is this actually functional or is this like, it's for me for like, I just have to test it out to see if it's something usable, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I mean, that's the cool thing is that, like, a lot of people are creating stuff similar to that. And that means that even if it doesn't work perfectly for somebody, it'll work perfectly for somebody else. So I, like Esther, have tried a million different things. But what has worked for me this year is to kind of, like, create definitions. So rather than trying to have one planner that's everything to me, which I always have, like, fucked up in the past, 
I have one planner that's just for tarot and I use it as a journal. It's the mm-hmm. coloring book of shadows planner for a magical 2019. Um, it's pretty good. It has like a lot of information about sort of the wheel of the year and stuff. It's definitely coloring book like, but what I did with it was, so for daily draws, I write down what it is. And then I also for like year, my year ahead spread for this year at the beginning of each month, I wrote down what my cards of the month were so that as I was Mm -hmm. going through it, I'd be reminded of that instead of having to like re-listen to anything or right. go find the notebook that I wrote all of that down in at the beginning of 2019. Yes. <laughs> like it's just here in my planner, whatever my cards of the year were. Although I just pulled this out after not looking at it since apparently September. So it had been working great. And then something this freaking summer just got away from me. It did. I have a separate witchy calendar. That I use as like kind of a retroactive journal. And this one I did get a second copy of for 2020. And it's Llewellyn's Witch's Date Book. Oh, yeah. Because the Witch's Date Book has has really fun like little essays at the beginning of it. And then for every week, there's a little little write-up about something. Like a recipe or a piece mm-hmm. of art or whatever. Um, and for this... I have it next to my coffee. And so in the morning when I'm making coffee, I just jot down whatever I did yesterday, basically. Oh, okay. And so that it has been really nice because it also, since this calendar is so consistent with moon transits and stuff, yeah, I can see like, what was I doing on the day when the moon was in this area? And it's kind of nice to not pressure myself to fill it out ahead of time of like, this is what mm-hmm. the plan is. And just to do retroactively, like, here's what I was up to yesterday and it's been really fun to read through, too, because it's not like crossing out stuff and saying, oh, I didn't end up doing that or whatever. It's like, here's what I did. Here's how I felt. Right. Like There's like no guilt at not accomplishing it, whatever you were set to accomplish uh, it, via the other way. That you exactly. And I have whole entire weeks where stuff was like kind of bananas where nothing is written at all. But because it's not like... I think that maybe that's where I like fail with bullet journaling is that I feel like if I'm not doing every week, then I shouldn't do any week. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like if I skip a week or I skip a day or if I skip a habit to mark or whatever, I just won't do it at all. So in this calendar, I have like little signs, like little shorthands for a bunch of different things. Like when I was on my period, like stuff like that. And so this, Mm -hmm. but I still just do it all retroactively where like today, I would look at Tuesday and say, you know, after work, went to Mara's new place, came home, had sandwiches, went to bed early or whatever. Like I would just put boring stuff like that rather than like a lot of self-reflection. And then my self-reflection goes into my tarot journal with readings. Okay. And then for next year, I'm doing the Llewellyn's 2020 date book because I really do like it. I think that it's Mm -hmm. maybe like one of my favorites that I've ever seen. Because it does have a lot of information about the moon, and it has a lot of information about various holidays. It has a lot of just, right. like, random fun facts. Like, just randomly on August 29th, the Boabob is a world tree that connects the material and spiritual realms. Like, why is that on that page? Who knows? But it's kind of nice. <laughs> yeah. And then, Those like, nice. for this week, it has, like, a whole probably, like, 300-word explanation about Yule. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, because I do like Llewellyn's like small companion, like little essay books that kind of like explain little things. 
Yes. Yeah, that one, that Everyday Witchcraft one, yeah. A Year and a Day of Everyday Witchcraft, 366 Ways to Witchify Your Life. I really like this one, too. And it's by Deborah Blake, who I know I'm going to get it everyday wrong. Witch yeah, everyday Witch right? Tarot. Yes. Yeah, right? Yes. Yeah. Everyday Witch Tarot, yes. I, yes. That, well, Modern that's witch definitely tarot. what it's called. Everyday Witch Tarot, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just get her confused with somebody else. But she's a really good writer, and so it's fun to kind of see that, like, for the... 366 ways. This is also by my coffee. So my coffee method is pour over almost all the time. So I have to wait for my kettle to boil, which takes a couple of minutes. And that Mm -hmm. allows for like the perfect amount of time to jot down whatever happened yesterday and read whatever this book has Oh yikes! for the day. That's nice. So that's really fun. And then next year I'm using, like I said, the Llewellyn's again, but then I got this really pretty journal because I really liked Yasmin Ballard's Moonology book. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And this is the journal version. I wish that it was spiral bound, but the inside has a lot of moon information. And then also the cool thing is that for every full moon and new moon, there's like journaling prompts. Okay, yeah. Like questions to ask yourself this new moon eclipse and cancer. Mm-hmm. And so That's good. I'm excited to try this. Yeah. That but I like think fun. the method of low pressure tracking is the only way that I'm going to be able to do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that makes total sense. I, on the other hand, need like a planner that sort of like intersects all of my life stuff. Yeah, because like I'm t- have a teaching schedules. I have like Korean learning. I have tarot stuff. I have like so many different like angles and aspects that I need to kind of like fluently be able to yeah like, just knock my mic. I'm talking with my hands and that no one can see except for Holly <laughs> you're expressing <laughs> like yourself hands. very very well via hands thank you yes <laughs> so uh so I just got a file of facts a couple of months ago well like a month and a half ago I would say because I like that I can have different categories and sections yeah all, with me at all times yeah so I have like a calendar section and then I have, like, a manifestation section. And I've I actually, this past weekend, like, recorded a little, like, sacred space tour as well as, like, a planner tour because my planner has become sort of a sacred space to me, like, where all of my brain stuff, like, vomits inside of this. <laughs> and it sounds gross and disgusting, but it No, works. it doesn't. It makes sense. It's a horrible it metaphor, but I know what you mean. <laughs> Thank you. So, so, like, I have, like, a manifestation, so, like, a section where I'm focusing, like, on what I want to make happen in 2020. Like, one of my mm-hmm. goals is to be more fluent in Korean, so that's, like, the section that I kind of, like, make that happen. And projects is kind of, like, a catch-all for any project that I'm working on, whether it be, like, work or I have several camps coming up. Yeah. Or Wiley Tarot, there's, like, a full page of Wiley Tarot ideas that I've been just brainstorming and stuff like that. So anything that can go into the project area. And then... Um, I also have, like, I'm trying to um, cultivate, like, gratitude because it was, growing up as a Christian, you're kind of, like, forced down your throat to be grateful for stuff. So I've always seen gratitude as very, like, um, like just not something that I really wanted to participate in because yeah. it's like, okay, yes, we have to be thankful to God for everything. Thank you, Jesus, sort of, like, stuff. <laughs> like, he's the source of all things. We must be thankful to Jesus. But, I th- but I've noticed a change in in my thought process when I've been intentionally grateful, even for like small things like have finding I, a matching pair of socks. Have I told you about this? So there's a, a researcher at UC Riverside who her name is Sonia Lubomirsky and she researches happiness. Like that is her entire subject matter. And she has oh. a book called the how of happiness. 
The How of Happiness? Yes. Okay. I'm writing that down in my notes section in my file of oh, See, maybe that's why a file of facts is good because you can take out and replace things so easily. Yeah. So if you fuck something up, you could just redo it and put it into the same spot without having to like tear out a page because it's binder page. style, yeah, right? Yeah, because a bound drill. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like a, like a six ring. Yeah. That's really appealing. But anyway, so the ultimate finding of the How of Happiness that involves gratitude. It's a huge part of it about expressing gratitude, but they did all of these studies with people from like elementary school on upward. And there's like a limit where gratitude stops being helpful in happiness and starts feeling like a burden. And so there, I think that they ended up settling on like three days of intentionally journaling three areas of gratitude per week is all you should do. If you okay. do it daily, it feels like a chore, uh-huh. but you need to do it a couple times a week. So it's like right. kind of striking this balance of like where it feels natural, like it's natural mm-hmm. for you to come up with things that are gratitude that you're grateful for rather than sort of doing that, like, you know, grateful to God for all things or something right, even right. like more amorphous. Like it should be specific yeah. and you should not force yourself into it daily. So saying something like, you know, I am grateful that I was able to find two matching socks on my way out the door today. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Or I'm grateful that, you know, my mom, when my mom was visiting, she bought two bags of coffee because now as the week has progressed, I still have coffee in my house. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> like those yeah. sorts of gratefulness things. Those are like the exact right way to do it. But forcing yourself to do it every day is where every it can go day. wrong. So yeah, the book is great. Okay. She also that, has a, sounds like a, good book. a second book called The Myths of Happiness that I have not read yet. But The How okay. of Happiness was really good. And also kind of journaly. Like, it's not intentionally that way, ah. but there are a lot of areas where it would be like, like it would make sense would to really journal good. about this topic. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all actual psychological research about it, not just like... Yeah. So instead of it being Ooh, like, stuff. you know, raised in Christianity, this was the expectation, and I feel like it works super well to do it still, you can actually say... Science tells me that doing it every day and making it about a big man on the sky is not going to be the best way to express gratitude. Right, right. (laughs) And the funny thing is that sometimes in the mornings, like, I'm too busy to do it. So I've only been, yeah, I've probably been doing it for the past, like, month or so. And it's been about three or four times a week that I can actually sit down and do it. And I think that that's exactly right. And I don't feel guilty. Yeah. So that's nice that I don't feel guilty for good reasons. Yeah, exactly. You're <laughs> so. kind of expressing the thesis that she's created that three to four times yeah. a week really is the best amount to do something like that. Yeah. And I yeah. kind of think about that and like I sort of think about that in tarot too, because I know that it's really tempting, especially when you first get started, that you have to do it every day. Every but day. if you ever get to a point where doing it every day makes you never want to do it, mm-hmm. cut back to four days a week when it oh, still yeah. feels like, like fun and useful and exciting rather than like Oh, I got to get something up on my Instagram grid. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't become daunting. And like the last section of my file of facts is witchy stuff. That's why I've labeled it like oh, yeah. witchy stuff. So I printed off I can't off wait to mis- watch your tour on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that it'll be interesting. I don't know if anyone else is a planner. I'm interested. Um, okay, that's good. But um, I really like the Van Mystic's book of spread because book of spread she sell- sold. It's like five bucks on Etsy. Yeah. But it's like a really nice, like really good comprehensive book of spread. So I've printed off and put it in the back here. Because awesome. If they, like there's even one for like, if you're not feeling like you're kind of feeling grumpy and you don't know the source of it, you can do that spread. Oh God, don't we need that? I know. 
So if, if there's like one for grief, so if you're having like moments of grief um, and stuff like that. So basically, like any sort of like witchy stuff and like journaling, I put in this back in the back here so I can have it like on hand. That's awesome. For, note taking and stuff yeah my witchy stuff is all over the place I have like a lot of different notes on my phone Um, yeah my actual kind of book of shadows is just a three ring binder that I like put stuff in like usually (laughs) using washi tape like put in notes that I've taken like when I went to Teresa Reed's stuff and I took all those notes about astrology I just kind of like stapled that together and then taped the back page onto like a sturdy piece of construction paper in my book of shadows. So I can flip through that whenever I need to, mm-hmm. but there's a lot yeah. of like sort of haphazard. I think that maybe the file effects would be a good solution to me too. Yeah. Because and the A5 like the to idea me is big notebook size. Yeah. yeah. Will you hold it up against your face so yeah. that I, or your hand if you want to do it Korea style? This is my style. face. This is my hand. <laughs> so there's like a personal oh, wow, size. Oh that's I think a it's good like size. size. Yeah. It's a pretty good size. And... Um, like on Etsy, you can, you can like print stuff out. So what I've done is print stuff out and you just need a, a six hole ring punch. Yeah. And then you can put right? whatever, yeah, no, you and totally so, yeah, nailed you it. Whatever. So like the the gratitude pages, the manifest pages are all things that I've printed out. Perfect. And like just punched holes. And so to me, it's like a nice, like, I don't need to send, like get everything from America for it or yeah. like, pay for shipping and stuff like that. Just for paper. Like, well, and you just could just use like blank paper and do bullet journal yes. style for the things that you can't find exactly what you're looking yeah. for. But then if you do find something that you're, I think that that's a great solution. Yeah. So it's, yeah, you may want to just find one and just try it out. Like even like a used one, you can probably find pretty easily. And so if you, so you won't like be spending a ton of money on one and you won't lose out. So much planner talk. I love it. I know. And just really quick, my magic planner for 2020 is Benabelle Wen's metaphysical planner. Oh, whoa, that's, that's huge. giant. I haven't even yeah, seen that. I got that. the A4 size. So she, so basically, you sign up for it. It's like 35 bucks. She'll send you a PDF, and you get it printed from an independent printer. Okay. And so, like every month, it has all the transitions of all the um, astro stuff. Cool. It oh yeah. So like it has a, everything. It's not even just everything the moon. for every day. So you kind of like know where everything's at. And then you have, like, a power word, goals for the month, you know, what to do for the month, and, like, auspicious dates and for the Chinese calendar. And in the back, there's, like, a huge encyclopedia. I have the walkthrough that's going to be posted to Patreon this week sometime. Oh, my God. But in the, in the back, there's, like, a huge um, sort of, like, encyclopedia of just a bunch of random magical shit that you could ever Dang. need. Like, you could do crystal grids. You can do sigils. And it's just really, really helpful and stuff like that. So I'm trying to do... I, this one's going to stay at home on my desk. Mm-hmm. So I can do, like, everyday journaling, like, actual, like, intentional work. Like, whether it be tarot or, like... It, I'm not, I'm not like, focusing on it being, like, one exact thing. Yeah. But just so to be more mindful in my practice because sometimes, like, it can I'm just, just like, rushing so, everywhere. Yeah, exactly. And, like, this could be the place for everything to go for the, my magical practice. Yeah, totally. So, That's a great so yeah. idea. Yeah, all of my, like, day-to-day stuff that's future-oriented, like, keeping track of things I have to do, go on a big desk calendar that I have on my oh, pantry yeah. door. <laughs> I love desk so, calendars, so though, because you can I see have really three big. calendars. I have three separate <laughs> calendars that all do different things. So I feel like doing yeah. some... But the the desk calendar that's on the door, that's, like, hanging on the door was nice because that can also have like household things like plumbers coming or Nathan uh, traveling yeah. for work or whatever. Instead of me having to be like, Hey, tell me what the plan is. It's just already up there. there he can write on face. it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, hopefully 2020 will be a good tracking year for both of us. Well, it's Jupiter's in Capricorn. So we're so going to want to do it anyway. Make your goals. Exactly. And plan those goals and stick to those goals the whole entire year. It's I really love good it. year for that. I love it. So. And also, so like, I think this actually kind of leads to our next question, which was from our friend Taurus with Gemini Moon, who asked this on our Facebook group. And I just stole it right from our Facebook group <laughs> to be a question for today, which I don't usually do. Um, but she was asking about like year ahead spreads. And that does link to our planners because obviously yes. we start each year with doing a year ahead spread. And one really frequent and common way that I think you and I both do for ourselves, I don't do this when I'm reading for other people because I just do seasonally for year ahead spreads. But for mm-hmm. myself, I pull a card for each month. And last right. year I did a tarot card and a oracle card. And then at the beginning of each month for my like tarot calendar that's at my desk, I put both of those listed just at the beginning of the month so that I could keep track of them. Although it's funny right. because I didn't look at it since September to look at October, November, and December's cards and be like, woof, that actually <laughs> aligns so closely with what was really happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it, yeah, it's so it's closely. really interesting to like look back on your year now and be like, oh, that's, oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, so like December is five of wands and oh I've like gosh. been feeling like a real struggles <laughs> in, in December. Yeah. So anyway, so hard. that's a good yep. way to kind of like keep some year ahead stuff also in mind, because I do think yes. that year ahead stuff sometimes turns into something that you read when you first start your year. And then it just like, you remember your card of the year, but nothing else. <laughs> yes, that's very true. Very so true. let me pull back up our outline. I guess just do we want to talk about our year ahead spreads and how we do them for ourselves and how we do them for other people? Because I know that you sold a bunch of year ahead spreads this year for people. Yeah. And then we can also do a one that I I just wrote for the podcast for 2020. Yes. Professionalism 2020. Yeah. Do you want to do Patreon shout outs first and then that? Yeah. Let's do Patreon shout outs first. Okay. Because I think that'll be like. We're not shoving them to the end. We've been recording for 56 goddamn minutes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, like, the first 20, 20 minutes of that was us, like, randomly around. chit-chatting. True, so, business true. meeting, it's fine. <laughs> All right. Patreon shout-outs first, then. Um, while we're kind of preparing for that, we have been doing the giveaway. We've done four items, but I have, like, four more that I need to do before the end of this week. So, it's going to come <laughs> at us come fast. hard and fast. <laughs> the most recent one is the Indie Deck Review shirt. They have limited it's edition so shirts. Oh, cute. And Amanda, our beloved creator and editor of Indie Deck Review, is donating one to a listener or to a winner of that competition. So, not yes. competition. Giveaway. Giveaway. We're not making you do anything <laughs> other than games comment on the post. <laughs> yeah, what if it was a competition? <laughs> Show us how much you love us. No. Um, but anyway, so that's one. We just posted the Katie Roberts Queen of Sword book, which we reviewed on the podcast at the beginning of the year and really, really love. Yeah. Um, we still have, I think, two or three decks and another book to post. So Woohoo. keep an eye on our Instagram at Wildly Tarot Podcast to enter to win some really, really fun stuff that we love. Yeah, yeah. Woohoo! My sister, when she was little, would always say woohoo, but with uh, a woo at the front. A woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cute. It's adorable. <laughs> All right. Do you want me to start? Yes. Go All ahead right. and start. Okay. So, Patrick, 
Patrick messaged us on Patreon because we have a mutual friend, IRL, which is super fun. It's not my mutual friend. It's your mutual friend. I'm hoping. Oh, you don't know this person, no. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Just checking. I was like, wait, I missed this message. You're like, oh, no. There's been a breach. <laughs> I know. All the alarms are going off in the background. Woo, 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 woo. I'm burning all the podcast episodes. There's yeah. just cassette tape everywhere. Exactly. He's like, go into a bunker never to return. <laughs> I'm just going to be a robot voice from now on, everybody. Yeah, exactly. All right, Patrick, you got the chariot. And Eleanor, your card is justice. I like that it looks like she's doing like the running man. Like, oh my God, that is hilarious. Like, what is the sweatband I situation? I love I know. Like, kitten. I love it. Yes, what? illustrations. So. Yeah. Playful heart tarot. Yep. I always just call it kitten illustrations tarot. <laughs> playful, the playful heart. And Maggie, your card is the star. Oh, exciting. That is so exciting. Awesome. Well, if you want to support us on Patreon, you can do so at patreon.com slash wildly tarot podcast. That's us. Hey, Esther, did you know that this is our anniversary? or it was two days ago? No, I had no idea. <laughs> what do you mean? Time. We're so bad at acting. <laughs> so we have been wildly tarot podcast for officially a year now. Today, officially a year. Oh, our today. Today, the 18th. Shit. Yes. It's today the 18th. Today well, is the 18th. 2019. Wow. <laughs> How exciting. Okay? Yeah, it is exciting. That means that we've already so. done a Yule spread. Oh, we did a Yule spread. This is going to be a year ahead spread. Yeah, yeah cool. Year ahead spread. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. we really appreciate all, everyone who supports us just by listening or by supporting us through Patreon or by buying the Wildly Tarot deck or by just sending us positive, supportive messages. Yes. <laughs> we appreciate all of it. It means so much. And oh, it's yeah. really cool to get to be a part of like all the fun stuff that you guys do in our Facebook group and on Instagram tagging us. And our decks are like all over the world. I know. I just love seeing them so much. Like someone has been doing them with like bad bitches tarot. Someone else was doing them with like a different tarot deck. So I just love yeah. like seeing them combined with other tarot decks. Like it's like sort of the most flattering thing ever when people buy like a jelly bean deck. I oh, know our oh. little tiny baby. Super cute baby. So sweet. But yes, we appreciate it so much and we love you guys a lot. Yes, we do. It's the best. Yeah, and we yeah. love each other. I love you, Esther. I love you, Holly. <laughs> All right, so year ahead. Do you want to start with talking about how you read for yourself and how you read for others for year ahead spreads? Um, yes. Okay, so I did one year ahead spread already in my metaphysician. I can't say it. Metaphysicians? Metaphysical? I don't know. That's the one. Oh. Metaphysical from Benabel's. I Because oh, she has like oh, a oh, year oh. ahead layout that you do. Oh, like cool. After your birth chart, she has a couple of other charts, and then she has like... It all laid out for you, like the card that you draw, divinatory notes, and then post month reflection. So once January's oh. finished, I can go back and like read what it like what I wrote to begin with, and then like wrote that wrote, is and then write. so cool. So it's like it's ginormous. If you can look at my face, yeah, this is, this is her. I needed to be next to a hand. <laughs> yes, this is my I love facts. This is my face. Yeah, this so that's like full blown eight and a half by eleven. Yes. It's a, it's like a literal like flat book, but it's spiral bound. So I can like lay it flat. Yeah. Which is really always awesome. I love spiral bound. 
Yeah. So I've that's one year ahead, just doing like a card of the month sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that's usually kind of the one that people use the most that I see sort of mm-hmm. floating around. It's dramatic AF to yes. see like cards for every month laid out. So I get why people do it because it's really cool. Yes, yes. And I do it And too. I... I may do the Van Mystic. It looks like her method is drawing two cards for a month. So you can get like a better feel. You know, I'm always down for that. You know how I love yeah, that I know, I know. two card situation. <laughs> how many cards do you want me to do? I'll do two. <laughs> we'll do like five for the month. One for every week. Uh, can you imagine one for every week? No, that would be the worst. <laughs> there are 52 weeks thing. Eight cards. <laughs> That's true. God, that would be brutal. Yeah. So I may do that one on a personal note for like just for something different because like I can do a card of the month, but I think just for combining the energies for a month, that would be really interesting. Yeah. And also it's it's good practice and good for me anyway, like just not practice as in like to learn, but practice as in like, I guess maybe to learn to deepen maybe is having two cards because then it's like. When you see a month where it's like three of swords or whatever, but you also right. have a second card, you can sort of temper expectations a little bit better and not right. feel so panicked. So panicked or overwhelmed. And for like my big spreads that I've like sold for other people or do for other people, it's more of where I decide like on a thesis or a theme or an aim or intention. Like that's kind of like you want the core of your reading to be set up for first. the whole like, year. What's the like how do you break it up by time? So time I will do seasonally. Okay, same. And then like energies of the season, mm-hmm. basically. And like the interplay of that. And then I whittle it down to monthly. And then things that oh, happen within those months. So that's like where the big spread comes in. Like part of it is like a seasonal spread. And the other part of it is a monthly spread. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And basically based on the intention I want for the year, like my, the readings that I've been selling are, is like the empowered year. So I create positions based on the individual being empowered through the whole year and how they can like manifest, like not manifest that power, but like keep that energy going through the whole year and being empowered. Okay. If that makes any sense. So because my thesis and my core intention is being empowered, all of my positions in this spread are supporting that intention in okay. thesis. So if that makes any sense. I think so. I guess I'm just a, more lost about how to ensure feelings of empowerment depending on what cards you're getting. Right. Like, so what well, like, are you, so like when I do it, I do seasonally too. This is for clients, not for myself. Although I guess I could do it for myself too, where I'll do like seasonally for each, you know, fall, winter, spring uh, summer also. I also include summer. <laughs> I don't know why I left that out. You just skipped it completely. <laughs> yeah. And it started it with exist. fall. Can you tell I work in education? I'm like fall, winter, spring, and then summer's like left off completely. <laughs> oh my God. It doesn't count. Um, but, and so for each of those, I do like what to expect, how to react, and the results for each season. Mm-hmm. And then usually two uh, Oracle cards. I'm, I didn't sell any yeah. of the, this year, except for to people who had already done it for twice. Like the two people that I'm reading for this year, I did last year and the year before. So I'm not selling yeah. beyond that, but I guess, so I guess that would also be focused on being empowered through the whole year 
For yeah. some reason, I was just getting a little bit stuck on that. But if, as long as there's like action steps, that makes sense then. Right, right. Yeah. Never mind. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. For me, it's just like if you feel like this year for you is going to be a year of rest, making the seasons about rest finding that rest. How yeah. do I get this rest? Yeah. Where do I look for, for this rest? You know, to me, it's like you create, depending on what you want out of this year, you create the spread for the season and then maybe the month. And then like, cause like the card of the month that I do is just a card of the month that represents the month. Yeah. But then the oracles beneath it support being empowered within that month, even though you may have a really crappy month. What oracle cards are you using? I'm using Interstar Oracle, Con- Compendium of Constellations, I think that's, I think. Those are my more? two favorites for that too. Yeah. Oh, and threaded, the thread of fate. Thread of fate. fate. Yeah. Fate. There we go. It was like threads of fates. Yeah. I'm looking at one. So one of the clients that I'm doing it for this year, I'm looking at her 2018. And for each season I did, what to expect, how to handle it, lesson learned, a theme using compendium of constellations, and then a self-care activity to engage in using uh, a self-care deck that I was gifted. Oh, that's kind of fun. Maybe I'll do oh, that yeah, I again. That self-care deck. I remember that one. I never, ever use it, but I like it in this context. Yeah. All right. Well, I think I'll do that again. So, Wendy, <laughs> keep an eye out. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And it's also, yeah, I was looking at her 2018, and it's so fun to think about doing three years in a row for somebody. Like, that's a that's so chunk cool. of period. It feels yeah, so exciting so nice. that she even wants me to. I know. Yeah. So, yeah, but I think that for, like, client readings, doing seasonally makes the most sense just because they're, like, I know that some people have a really big problem in general with doing year-ahead spreads because so many decisions can change the outcome Mm -hmm. for, like, just having a month at a time. Like, if I say, here's what's happening next December, you're making 100,000 choices between this December and next December. So that month could be totally off. But if you do it sort of more seasonally or more about Mm -hmm. like with the focus on kind of like how you can achieve like goals rather than like how like what's going to happen or like kind of divinatory I think that that is a really good strategy for doing a year ahead spread Um, and the spread that I wrote for us to do today also incorporates some like thinking about 2019 which I've seen in a lot more yearly spreads this year than I have in previous years Mm -hmm. which I like a lot just because this year was a you know, dumpster fire for so many of us. (laughs) And so thinking like, what is something that I like kind of got out of that and how I can move forward. So we, I can't figure out, I was telling Esther before we started recording, I, I wrote this spread, but I'm 100% sure that I was inspired by a lot of other people. And so I don't want to create like a beautiful visual and take any credit for it, but we will post the positions that we used in the show notes so if you'd like to do it, dear listener, you're welcome to. I just like legitimately do not know how much of this was sort of like inspired by other people because I look at so many tarot spreads all the time. I know, especially this time of year when like it's all posted constantly. Are, like, exactly. Yeah. So there's no there's no new things. No. <laughs> yeah. And exactly. I know that some of this was inspired by various people. I have no idea who or how I could even figure it out besides somebody <laughs> seeing it and being like, oh, that part oh, is similar to mine yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> exactly maybe we'll change our mind and we will do a little graphic for it but i just don't want anyone to feel like we're stealing from them right right and if we are it was not intentional whatsoever yeah exactly it was holly has a cheese holly being a dumb dumb i can't remember anything that happens ever esther was like oh maybe we should talk about our favorite moment of the year on the podcast and i was like 
girl. I can't even tell you if I, but I would like to hear other people's favorite moments. (laughs) Like somebody referenced in our Facebook group when I said about the world card, be the world you wish to world in the world. And I can't stop thinking about that at all. It makes me laugh so hard. And I totally, because we know that you said that. I totally had forgotten. I'd said that she's like referenced it to me. And I was like, that sounds like something I'd say. And then yes. I re-listened to the world. I was like, Esther, when did I say this? And Esther's like, in the world episode. In the world. I was like, it's in the world episode. Duh. Be the world you wish to world in the world. There's no other option. Can we please put that like on a coffee cup? I just love it so much. Attribute it to Gandhi, though. Or like, like the world you wish to see in the world. Abraham Lincoln. You know, when there's like Abraham Lincoln. the false quotes where it's like, well, it I it Michael Scott, like you miss every shot. You, you don't never take, take Michael Wayne Scott. Gretzky. And then, no, Wayne Gretzky, Michael Wayne Scott. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. Ah, I love misattri- misattributed quotes so much. Same. Same. Be the world you wish to see in the world or wish to world in the world. world in Jesus the world. Christ. <laughs> oh man all right she's crying so we we did our job we reminisced really well go team hey we did it we did it (laughs) holly's favorite moment as discovered by somebody else yeah as reminded (laughs) by somebody else uh be the wish you be the wish you wish to wish in the wish apparently (laughs) be the world you wish to world in the world it's just so nonsensical anyway shall we do the spread do you think we should yes 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 all right so, uh, yeah, I guess the moral of the story is there are like a thousand year ahead spreads. I like to have months for my own self, but when I'm reading for others, yes. I like to do seasons. I like to give like a, like a very contextualized picture. So that's why I zoom out for months and then zoom in. Oh, that's kind of like, yeah. So sorry. That reminded me okay. of one thing that I wanted to say when you're reading for yourself, if you don't have time or energy to do like every single month and seasons and reflections for 2019 or whatever, you can do all of those separately. There's nothing in any rule book that says you have to do a whole year ahead reading at one time. So what I did was I did tarot cards initially. And then I was like, I kind of want to do an Oracle or a compendium of constellation card too. So then I did that on a totally separate day and just added it in my calendar for each month. And that made it a lot less stressful than thinking about like how to, how you have to kind of like do all of it at the same time. Right. And we've already talked about this, I think maybe last new year, but the idea of a card of the year, either being sort of numerological or based on pulling a card for yourself for the year and Mm -hmm. the pulling your card, the card for yourself for the year, you can either do majors only, or you can do all cards or whatever. There's like a lot of different ways to do that. So try it. And see which feels right to you. Like, I know that two years ago, I pulled the Two of Pentacles to be my card of the year. And that maybe was a little bit too specific because that was a minor arcana. So the next Mm -hmm. year, I did just major arcanas and got Temperance as my card of the year, which was also hilarious because it's similar to the Two of Pentacles, but a little bit more overarching and broad. And that ended up being way more meaningful to me, having it be a major arcana. So my method is to pull out the major arcanas and then just pull a major for my actual card of the year. Um, But that's like totally personal preference. Yeah. Yeah. I, because a year is so big, I like to have a big card to define my year. Yeah. Like, and so to me that it just becomes like this more 
this theme that can be more fluid than just like a two of pentacles yeah the two of pentacles you can't really like work with beyond just like oh hey balance yeah exactly it's a little bit more one note rather than like all of the like sort of esoteric meaning and just like individual identification of like what a huge archetype stands for exactly yeah Awesome. Well, I'm excited to do this for the podcast. This is neither of our actual year spreads. Like, personally, no. this is just podcast-oriented only. Yes. Which is exciting. Yes. And stressful. But that's why doing and these terrifying. live reads... I was just about to say, and terrifying. But we're good, girl. We got this. Yeah, we are. We're about- not about to shut down. Oh, no. <laughs> Last see. time you mentioned that... About some podcast Everyone doing was asking, it. like, what podcast was yeah. this? Can you tell me the podcast? You're like, it doesn't matter down. because they shut down right away. <laughs> they did a reading where it was like, the end is nigh. <laughs> the end is nigh. And they didn't realize it. And I was like, what? I don't. Uh, yeah. So. Uh. Okay. So the first position is your current, our current outlook about the new year. Do we want to each pull one card or pull two cards together and read them as pairs? What do we think? I like reading as Be- pairs. Okay, because in the past we've done it one card a piece, but I like reading as pairs as well. So okay. I wasn't going. I didn't know if we want to do traditional route or no, girl, pairs. we're flexible. We can change okay. every single time. This is our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Your current or our current outlook about the new year? Yes. Or the the the, the podcast current outlook about the new year? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. I guess I could have worded these less confusingly. <laughs> It's fine. Oh, I got the page of pentacles. And I got the levers. Are we having a baby? <laughs> oh my gosh, please. <laughs> you and me, we're having a little podcast baby. The page of pentacles podcast and baby. the levers, that maybe that's all of our new projects that are going to be happening. Yes. The Lenormand deck. We're brainstorming yeah. a affirmation deck, a wildly affirmation deck. Wildly yes or just yes. I don't know which one it is. I really <laughs> like wildly yes because it makes me laugh. But we'll see. I just think of the Herbal Essence commercials. <laughs> A bit traumatic. <laughs> yes. Yes. That is hilarious and totally dead dead on. It's very, I mean, it that's works like, for us. That's so. such a born in 1986 or 1987 sort yes. of like preteen weird yeah. brain moment where we're like, what is happening? Oh my God, is this a sex thing? <laughs> no, it's just a shampoo commercial. It's very specific. <laughs> All right. So turn, my family would be like, turn the channel, turn the channel. Yeah, so. Exactly. Our current outlook is one of like exciting new adventures and a lot of like partnership and teamwork and love. Yes. I'm into and it. planting seeds and getting new opportunities. Exactly. So I'm for it. Okay. So what we should bring with us from 2019, what our podcast should bring with us from 2019. Please. please. Not like a 10 of swords or a 10 <laughs> of wands. <laughs> oh, I got the queen of cups. Okay. Oh, I got the six of pentacles. So far, I'm all for two for two for pentacles. Yeah, no kidding. Good job, girlfriend. Way to pick those (laughs) pentacles. Uh, Okay, so queen of cups and six of pentacles. I think that like what we can bring with us from 2019 is sort of the emotional and like, like emotional stability and ability of ourselves to give to others. Yes. Like we want to keep being somebody that people or we want to keep being people that 
others come to and that others mm-hmm. feel like they can get advice and support from. And we've yeah. been doing that in 2019. We're going to keep doing that in 2020. Yeah, we are. What we need to leave behind in 2019. Okay, now it's clear that we can do Ten of Wands and, and Yeah, of this is fine in this These area. are welcome to pop up. I thought I was opening a fizzy water, but it's actually like a literal soda, which is not how I wanted to start <laughs> so my day. Sweet. But it's the oh San Pellegrino. I love it. But I, it was right next to my freaking fizzy waters. How dare Aww. that happen to me? So rude. It's good. But I took a rude. sip and I was like, whoa. <laughs> oh. Okay. I got the Knight of Pentacles. Yep. I'm pulling all these pentacles. I got the Ace of Cups. Oh. I like that combination a lot, though, because the Ace of Cups sort of in, in a way, in a thing to leave behind sense is like overwhelming emotions. And the yes. the Knight of Pentacles is like, or did you get Knight or Page? Knight okay. of Pentacles. So maybe it's like overthinking things and taking things yeah. too personally and getting a little yeah. bit like overwhelmed by it because we're sort of me. I think we're just overthinking things so we can yeah, leave that yeah, behind. I think so. Yes. Yay. Yes. Sounds yes, yes. good to me. I'm, I'm, I'm totally fine to <laughs> stop overthinking Please. things. <laughs> Please, yes. <laughs> All right. An area of growth for 2020. Area of growth. And I'm using the light Sears tarot. Oh, okay. I'm still using the playful, playful heart. heart tarot. <laughs> I was like, the kitchen illustrations tarot. You're going to come up with it for me. We got it. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Oh my okay. gosh. Okay. Area of growth. Oh, wait. I'm not even. Okay. Count, 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 count. I want to see what you get. Eight of pentacles. I have gotten four pentacles. <laughs> I know what you're thinking about, girlfriend. Okay. So I got the ten of pentacles. Oh, that's nice. And I got the eight of pentacles. I, I think like we're going to hit our stride this year. I, yeah, I think the like, 2020 is where we're hitting our stride. Yeah, yeah. And if we, we need to focus, like an area of growth would be community building and seeing sort of like like the action. Like we need to just put more effort into it. Yeah. But not yeah. in like Focusing an overthinky sort of way because we know what we're doing now. So we can put right. more into it without it feeling quite so overwhelming. Yes, yes. Again, professionalism. We're stealing Heaving Bosom's 2020 goal. We are. But I feel like we're just like soul connected anyway. So it's just, it's just going to happen. Yeah. We're just too obsessed with them. It's bad. Okay. Anyway. (laughs) 2020 high. 2020 high. Okay. High for 2020. This is a little bit more divinatory. I'm making some weird ass noise, Esther. I'm sorry. I know. I just got the Empress. And I got the Queen of Pentacles. I'm five for five with Pentacles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shuffling. You all can hear me shuffling. Yeah. You're doing a good job of shuffling. The Pentacles just I'm always pulling all the good Pentacle cards. <laughs> like, so, but that's interesting. The Empress and the Queen of Pentacles, I feel like we're that as a high is like we're going to be creating a lot more. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. To me, I see them as mirror images of each other. Yeah. Same. But I never know if that's because I fucking love the Queen of Pentacles so much or if other people see that, too. I just see the similarities between them. Yeah. So I think but the Queen of Pentacles is like in the stuff that we know the most, in the stuff that we're comfortable in. Yeah. Empress is like, here's all the blossoming stuff that's going on. We're not outputting as much because like both the Empress and the Queen of Pentacles are like seated on their throne and they're both like seated comfortably. Yeah. They're not like sitting up straight. They're both like in their element. Yeah, exactly. So I think that that'll be really nice for 2020 as a high. Yeah, totally. 2020 low. 2020 lows. Let's, let's hope the lows are really happy lows. Yeah. (laughs) I just feel like it's always the five of cups. That's always my low. <laughs> just disappointment. And you're going to be sad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Low is 2020 for the podcast. Oh. What did you get? I got, well, now I'm six for six. <laughs> oh, it's another fucking pentacles? Which one? Yes. The three of pentacles. Oh. Okay, and I got the Knight of Wands. So I think the next card, the next card position is how to deal with the low, and I think that that's going to be a component of it because Help clarify yeah. if there's like if the low the is teamwork. teamwork and moving forward related, then we need to talk about ways that we can deal with that. Yeah, like get okay. through that sort of thing. Just basically by not letting anyone be the knight by themselves, we need to get both people yes. on some horses. On board, yeah. On horses. We need to get both people on horses. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If the chariot pops up, I'm going to laugh. <laughs> How to deal with the lows. What did you get? The Two of Cups. Oh, yay. And I got the Queen of Wands. Oh. Which is your signifier. Yeah, which is. But your signifier came up, too. I so. know. That's kind of funny. So I wonder if funny. the high point is, like, Holly, Holly and the Empress. <laughs> and then how to deal with the Are frustrating you parts. I know. Seriously. I'm like, oh, God. No, this is about the podcast, Esther. Not about me specifically. <laughs> okay. And okay. also, I have an IUD. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, and also, there's this thing called IUD. There's all, yeah, I would also be really bad if I were. Okay, but so I got the Queen of Wands, and you got what again? I got the Two of Cups. Two of Cups. So I think it's interesting that the low involves the Knight of Wands. Yeah, and then right? the, how to deal with it the involves queen, how the How to deal queen. with it is becoming the Queen of Wands. I think yeah. that maybe that's like, like kind of hearkening back to if something feels frustrating because one of us feels like we're trying to move forward and like we're not really getting the other on board the way to deal Mm -hmm. with it is to remember that we're coming from a position of knowing what we're doing and also knowing each other well enough that you know like even this year we had the experience a couple times where one of us was going through something really serious and so the other one had to do a lot more and then it had like we switched back and forth especially the second half of the year it was like basically like that for the entire time where one of us was right. like, I see that you're struggling. Let's let me take this. And then the other one right. would be like three weeks later, I see that you're struggling. Let me take this. And so I right. feel like how to deal with feeling like somebody is moving forward and there's not like a sense of us being on the same page about it would be to remember that we have that like connection and balance and that all we really mm-hmm. have to do is talk about it and like, 
kind of be leaders with each other about our own feelings. Yeah. And like kind of express those needs. That seems very queen of wandsy to me. Yeah. Especially with the two of cups. Like, yeah, I love the two. I also love your first non pentacles is the two of cups. (laughs) We got the lovers and the two of cups. This is going to be such a fruitful loving year. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think that like when, if we feel like we're not on the same page, cause I think like that, that combination in a negative position with the night moving forward. And then also the three of pentacles is so like not on the same page. Like that is right, just exactly. what that says. And so yeah, if the yeah. solution to it is remembering how strong we are together and how much we love each other, then that's perfect. Cause we can totally do yeah. that. Oh yeah. Yeah. We're great at it. Yeah. Okay. And then lastly, <laughs> oh, oh yeah. We need to pull out our majors and do a card of the year. Do I have any majors down here already? Maybe we should just say that the Empress is our card of the year. (laughs) I mean. Since we already got it. Only one of us needs to pull pull out. Oh, that's true. Do you want to do it or do you want me to do it? Um, I only have like five or six out. So you go. I'm sure you have more by this point. Okay. Hold on one second. I have no pentacles almost. <laughs> I love how many pentacles you got. That's so fun. It is fun. Because I mean, I, it's not surprising because this is even yeah, though it's we a love business. Doing this is like a business. Yeah, yeah. And that's actually, th- so that's another thing that you and I have talked about this year is that we started this just, just as a fun thing, like realization maybe three weeks ago yeah three weeks literally <laughs> when we were like should we buy chris and donnelly's sacred creators oracle and the answer is yes because no matter how much we love this and how much it feels like just a fun passion project it still is a lot of work and so recognizing that it is work rather than just saying like you know because i think that recognizing that it is work also allows us the mental space to devote more energy and time to it Because we're saying, like, this is a thing that we're creating. It's a job. It's, like, fun and also something that we need to put effort towards. Right. That's, like, it's weird because... it's something that's not, like, just a hobby for us. Yeah, exactly. So we can have more personal... um, I don't want to say personal... Ownership. I think so. I think ownership ownership and responsibility is accurate. Yeah. I mean, people are giving us their hard-earned dollars so that we can upgrade mic stands and computers and decks and stuff. It's like, yeah, it's obviously, it's obviously something we wouldn't be doing if we didn't love it. But I think that yes. like the idea that we're creating something also makes it so that we can spend more time putting effort towards it. Yes, yes, yes. All right, so a major arcana card to be our card of the year for the podcast. Oops, yikes. You hear how gentle it is shuffling when I you're am. only shuffling 22 cards. I know. It was like, it was like, it's just so little. You would never be able to get to seven with this few cards. No, it would take. I only overhand like doing that. I over overhand and then like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So it does work. You just have to be gentle with exactly. it. Exactly. Just so gentle with my 22 cards. I love the mass market lights ears. I'm not going to lie. I really like it. So glad you like it. It's so much easier to shuffle, dude. Which Aww, is crazy yeah. because it's the same width. Like the deck itself yeah. is the exact same width. I don't know what it is. Uh, I saw somebody get the mass market version just so that they could use that deck instead of the split or that box oh, oh, rather than the, the split other, box. Yeah. 
because the original oh. one's a split box. Sacred Creators is also a split box. I'm just warning you. <laughs> okay. Oh, I think Rachel told us that. Yeah. Oh, she did. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, right. I think she was just like, just warning you, it's a split box as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So our card for the year is the Chariot. Yay! We've, we're making moves this year, though. Like, I know. We already have stuff written down. <laughs> 2021 is going to be excited. The ultimate sign of having our shit together. Something has been written down somewhere. <laughs> I know. In a planner. It's official it's now. It's official. <laughs> it's in a planner. It's happening. Well, I'm excited. I think that that was a really fun year ahead spread. I It worked super well for us. It did really work. We I have was a very lot of surprised exciting. at this, this spread that worked together. I trust your spreads all the time. And I was like, this. she just like threw this one together this morning. Literally, so. literally, yes. Literally, <laughs> I woke up at 429 and by 550 was like, okay, the outline's done and the spread is in there. <laughs> I love it. I'm inspired. So I'll put it in the show notes so you have it available to you. Exactly. Exactly. And that's our show. So what do I say here again? Don't forget to send us your questions. Uh, We have a lot of kind of random ones to go through. But if you want to incorporate yours too, there's an area to put how timely the question needs to be answered. So that's helpful. And it's all available on wildlytarot.com, which also has our shop where you can buy our deck or donate to us. Or see our beautiful watercolored faces, or ask yeah. questions, or get to our Amazon shop, or whatever. <laughs> yes. And tell your friends about us because we want to have, help your friends with t- their tarot journey. Yeah. And you can rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. It's very helpful because it helps people find us because. Because the world is run by algorithms. <laughs> it is. And we don't understand the algorithms, but apparently. It works. We've gotten an influx of Facebook group members who have indicated that they found us through just searching tarot podcast on podcast catcher. So that's awesome because I know that there are way bigger podcasts than us out there who do tarot. So it's really nice when people find us and like us enough to join our Facebook group. Yeah, uh, exactly. Which you can find by searching Wildly Tarot Podcast on Facebook. Nice transition, Holly. Transition. Or there. follow wow. us on Instagram. We're professionals. <laughs> Such professionals. Or you can follow us on Instagram for a lot of stuff, including our current giveaway at Wildly Tarot Podcast uh, on Instagram. And you can support us on Patreon where you'll find like tons of like a couple cheat sheets, walkthroughs. The cheat sheets look fantastic. You stuff. nailed it. You nailed I'm it glad. with the cheat sheets. It was a team effort, but you did all of the, it was a team effort. All it was of the creation. I just create. I just made spreadsheets. You did the beautifying. <laughs> the beautifying was very stressful. I will not lie. It was so perfect. Microsoft Word sucks. It was okay, yeah. Good. Well, that's true. <laughs> all right. I think that's it. Go yeah. forth and tarot wildly, friends. We love you. We love you so much. <laughs>